All right. Welcome to the AWPT podcast. Today I have Cass with me. So tell the people a little bit about you, Cass. Um, well, obviously my name is Cass. Um, I'm 25 years old. I work in the industry as a personal trainer and I've also done a bit of group coaching as well. Um, I've been competing in bodybuilding for like four years now as a bikini competitor. Um, yeah, just recently moved from Australia from New Zealand. That's awesome. That's so cool. So why the move number one from New Zealand to us? Um, to be honest, this is like such a big multitude of reasons. It's been on the back for me for like seven years now. Like, wow. Yeah, it's been a long time. I came here, on a, um, came here on a visit about seven years ago to visit my brother and it's kind of just been on the back burner where it's been something that I've wanted to do, just so many more opportunities and so much more growth and that kind of stuff compared to where I'm from. So yeah, I've been like looking forward to it for so long and kind of got to the point where the end of last year, I was like, I just need to, like, just need to bite the bullet and just need to do it, you know, just need to make it happen. Yeah, 100%. That would have been so scary. So congratulations on the move. Um, you. Does your, you were born in New Zealand, but your brother moved to Australia? Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I was born in New Zealand. Um, he lived over here for about a year. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I came over and visited him and kind of got a feel for the place. I'd only been here like twice before, before deciding to move. So yeah, it's been a lot of big changes, but I'm definitely excited for all of the growth that's going to come come with it as well. I felt like it was just time to kind of push myself out of my comfort zone and like leave leave the place where I'd been my whole life, you know, just put myself in a new environment, new opportunities and yeah, just kind of see see what comes of it and just immerse myself in a new environment, which has been, yeah, so far really, really good. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. I mean, because I came from like a, a, a like a little like country town. So like I moved, I mean, suburbs, not countries, but I definitely, yeah, living on my own and not being around like my loved ones and my friends and my family, it definitely, yeah, pushes you out of your comfort zone. And uh, I feel like I'm more myself than I've ever been. And it's been an amazing opportunity for growth. Um, So tell us a little bit about like your journey with fitness. What made you want to become a PT? That kind of thing. Um kind of started for me like getting into the getting into the gym and into the fitness environment kind of started about six years ago when I started training Mm -hmm. um to wind back a little bit further I had grown up in a not very like not very healthy environment um like healthy uh, not very healthy family situation and I didn't really have um like no one around me was into like the gym or anything like that so I was kind of yeah, it kind of came from a different world, I guess. Um, and I kind of went through college and then I worked a couple of random jobs after college, not really having a path or a direction, like just kind of, yeah, I didn't really know who I was and I didn't really know what made me feel good. And I didn't really know what, yeah, what direction I wanted to go in. Um, and then I went through a, went through a bit of a hard patch. I went through a bit of an unhealthy relationship and that left me like super lost. I had no direction, no job, no like, yeah no navigation really and I didn't really know what I was what I was up to so I ended up moving like halfway down the country in New Zealand um if you're from New Zealand you'll know I moved to a 
really small place called Ashburton, which is like a tiny, tiny town in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it was kind of one of those situations was like, I just need to, need to go and need to get away. So yeah, I moved down there by myself. Same kind of thing. I didn't know anyone. I didn't have a starting point. And I um, joined up to a gym down there. And that was when I started training, like training in the gym for the first time. And that was like kind of where I discovered um, just how, yeah, how amazing it felt to progress and to better yourself and to do something that was like making you feel good and like do something that was do something that was positive. So yeah, from there, I kind of slowly like immersed myself into the industry more and more and started training more and that kind of stuff. I um yeah, when I first started, I didn't have a I didn't have a direction that I knew I wanted to go in either. Like I just was kind of training and doing stuff that made me feel good and I was getting all this growth from it and that was really exciting and then that was when I discovered that I wanted to put my time into learning like learning more about the industry and being able to put myself in a position to help other people on their own journeys yeah that's awesome that's really really cool and so you said that you have done so you do personal training but you also do a bit of group stuff as well yep yeah so I started PTing two years ago like just before the lockdown or like just before the first lockdown that we had in New Zealand um and then I've also been working at a F45 for like two and a half years as well doing like group coaching and studio leader stuff there so that's been cool having I haven't kind of both like the group and one-on-one part of the industry to like get me more experiences and knowledge and that kind of stuff and connect with more people mm-hmm. um so yeah that's been really awesome yeah, that's fantastic. Because I know, so um, my friend Jared, is that that's how we kind of like know each other? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I keep telling him he needs to do PT. But he, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling him the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. Um, so how would you say like personal training, fitness, the gym has changed your life? And then how do you see it impacting the clients that you have? Um, honestly, it's hard to even think of, it's hard to even think of where to start in the ways that it's changed my life. Like, honestly, it's been such a, it's been such a journey, like just from going, um, like not really having any direction in general and not really knowing what I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And then from discovering the gym and discovering like what it feels like to allow other people to learn and grow themselves, you know, just to like knowing the, knowing the self-discovery that I've been through since I started training and all of the things that I've gone through, it's just been so beneficial knowing that I can be a part of that journey for other people as well. And I think that's something that I, something that I try to bring to my work as well with clients. Like I always try to meet people where they are at and I've obviously experienced a few different things in my life and that kind of stuff. So it gives me that sense of empathy and I can come from a place where there's no judgment and, you know, there's just, just love for sharing that journey with people and helping them in some of the ways that I've been helped when I started training at the gym and when I discovered looking after my health and fitness and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think exactly what you said, like meeting people where they're at and having empathy, because we've all kind of been there before. Everyone has a different starting point. And to have the the impact that we have, like, yeah, we know that fitness has completely changed our lives. Like I would I don't know what I would be doing if I didn't find um mm. yeah, training the gym, that kind of thing. So to be able to give that back to someone, it, it really is 
so powerful it's so awesome yeah yeah and there's just so many like obviously not only physical changes and mental changes that you go through but it's just yeah it's crazy how much how much can it can really just like flip your world around I am the other day like here in Brisbane I met up with a friend that I used to go to school with and we haven't seen each other for probably eight or nine years wow Um, and it was yeah it was just really crazy meeting her and she was like wow you're like a whole you are a whole different person like yeah the way like yeah just (laughs) changes that it the changes that it brings like the way you carry yourself and the circles that you operate in and what you do in your spare time and you know how you feel and all that kind of stuff like it's just yeah it's crazy the changes that you can go through so yeah it's been really rewarding being a part of that journey for other people and that was like the main yeah the main reason that I wanted to get into it and the main thing that kind of keeps me going through all of it as well yeah and where do you kind of see um yourself or like your business in maybe five years um that's a think that's a hard question because I'm kind of just finding my feet in like a whole new industry over here it's Mm -hmm. been um it's been such an eye-opener coming here in terms of just how much how much bigger it is you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Um, like from a coming from the town where I moved from there was like a few I don't know a handful of gyms where you could choose to work at and that kind of thing and then come over here and there's like hundreds mm-hmm. hundreds so many gyms and it's yeah it's awesome so I'm definitely excited to get stuck in like over the next couple of months like figure out where I want to get set up and that kind of thing and just get stuck in and just doing yeah doing what I do best and helping people and like connecting with people on their journey and that kind of thing um I do I would like to do a little bit more work online with people as well um but I do feel like I still want a big chunk of my work to be like in person and face-to-face yeah like you get that connection and that kind of thing so yeah looking forward to kind of like hitting the ground running here and just yeah yeah, just going with it and getting myself set up which is very exciting yeah that sounds awesome and will you compete over here competed with the IFBB in New Zealand they have the same federation over mm-hmm. here just obviously the Australian league instead of the NZ league um so yeah they've got season A comps going on at the moment and then season B will probably kick off around October so yeah mm-hmm. that'll probably be when I aim to step on stage next which is very exciting yep so October what's that what month are we in again this we're in season- April now April. what's that April like five no three my, my maths <laughs> five-ish <laughs> and how long okay because I so my partner does um is prepping for a show as well I think in like September Ooh. but I feel like for a woman I've never mm-hmm. heard like your kind of experience so I'm just very intrigued so I have lots of questions number one why did you start competing um I started competing to be honest I kind of just I kind of just fell into it I am um, oh yeah yeah I'd been training at the gym for like a year or so um didn't really have any specific goals or anything I just yeah really enjoyed it I wasn't really doing anything with my nutrition or anything like that and then um I kind of started like following a few people that competed on social media and like saw a little bit about it and then um when I started my degree one of the girls that I studied with had been competing for a few years so I kind of got that connection to the bodybuilding world through her and I um 
think I like replied to one of her stories one day, like slid, slid into the DMs, like her a message, um, like giving her a compliment on how amazing she looked in her prep. And then she was like, oh, have you like thought about it? You've got the right portions and symmetry for it and that kind of stuff. Um, and it was kind of just, it gave me that push that I needed, yeah. which was like one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So yeah, I'm so, so thankful for that. Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. Just because that that little thing, you know, just the little compliments slid in the DMs and now four shows later, you've done? Um, I've done five. Five. Amazing. And has each one been like extremely different from the other or does it get easier as you gain experience? Like, yeah, how does that work? Um. A little bit of both. You definitely, like, you learn so much about yourself every prep. Like, you obviously learn more and more as you go through. Um, so it does, I just, like, it does, in a sense, get easier because you've got more experience and more knowledge to go off. But then also, in a way, it kind of gets harder because, like, the more you go through, you kind of have a little bit more expectation or pressure on yourself because you've got that benchmark from your last comp that you know you kind of are aiming to beat you know what I mean yeah like when you first start you're like okay cool like first comp I don't know how it's going to go but this is like my this is like my starting point so anything you do is going to be the best you've ever done right and yeah. then as you go through year after year you're like shoot okay I've got to improve on this and that and that so yeah it gets easier to navigate but then also like you have more yeah you have more more I guess expectation from yourself to be doing better and better every year yeah and so do you get to like chat to the judges and they tell you like oh like your hamstrings were lacking or you need I don't know I don't know like more fake tan or like what are they I mean that's that's pretty much the feedback now Um, (laughs) (laughs) more hamstrings and more fake tan yep yeah yeah so yeah you do get feedback you do get feedback from the judges after after every conf but it's up to you to seek that feedback so yeah whether it's touching base with them via email or whether you bump into them after the comp or whether your coach asks them for feedback so yeah it's always important to make sure you're getting that feedback from the judges so that you can make sure you're kind of hitting the nail on the head the next year with what they want you to improve on yeah for sure because I mean if you don't know what you need to improve on like how do you get better yeah yeah exactly yeah. And so what would you say to someone who is maybe considering competing? Oh, that's a good one. There are so many things. <laughs> so many things. Um, I would say first things first, do your do your research. Like one about what the actual requirements of the class and what the sport are. Um, like each different each different division has different um, requirements and that kind of stuff um so yeah do your research and I would say 100% like start start like a pre-prep prep <laughs> so like the, the things no. that you kind of want to have in place before you even think about starting a prep so it needs to be things like having a really good relationship with training um like making sure you're in a good routine and then you've got like a good couple years of resistance training and like muscle building kind of behind you so yeah being in a good relationship with training um having a good relationship with food is really important as well um you don't really want to be going from like zero to a hundred in terms yeah. of 
strictness and also like eating habits and that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, getting yourself set up like training wise and food wise is really good just to make sure that you have those boxes ticked and that you are kind of like somewhat living the lifestyle before you start a prep. So it's not a massive jump from where you are currently at to what you need to be doing. Mm -hmm. And as well, definitely like you need to be in a good place mentally, like mental health can take a really massive hit when you're putting yourself through something so extreme. So just making sure that you're in a good spot mentally um, and yeah, feeling really Feeling really good there. Another thing as well, do your research on the coach that you would like to work with, someone that ideally kind of shares the same values as you or who's like who clients would speak highly of them and that kind of stuff. Um, and then also posing is really massive as well. That's something that I think people don't realize is as hard as it is until they start. But yeah, posing is a really important one too, like working yeah. with coach. Oh, it looks hard. I was watching, was it the Olympia? No, the Arnold classic that was recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I was like, how are they holding that pose like for that long? Like that looks so hard. So yeah. it takes lots of practice. It is. There's so many, so many things that you're trying to think about and do at the same time. You're like, okay, cool, yeah. I need to have my hips at the right angle and then like talk at the right angle and make sure that my shoulders down and pushing my chest up tall and then my waist looks small and then try to breathe but not look like you're breathing and then try to smile at the same time like there's a lot yeah there's a lot sure. going on yeah 100 and I'm glad so how did you find you went with nutrition so did you have a coach that handled that um yeah, tell me a little bit about that side of things. Um, yes, yeah. So always have a always have a coach um, who will do my nutrition. The last two years, I've been working with a coach who lives in Auckland, um, so we don't see each other face to face or anything like that. So our communication is done through like WhatsApp messaging and photo photo check ins and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and he will do my nutrition and also give me my um, like cardio requirements going through. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And how did you find it mentally? Cause it, I don't, my respect goes out to you guys because I could not, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just how did you find like being in a deficit? Like, was it, um, you know, like for a long period of time or is it like, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, generally preps will be pretty long um, it depends mm -hmm. like the length that will be dependent on um, like how much weight you have to lose to get in stage conditions so sometimes anywhere between like 16 to 20 weeks um, anything like that last year because of all of the lockdowns and the show postponements and stuff I ended up prepping for like nine and a half no it was that, yeah nine months maybe eight <gasps> yeah it was like eight or nine months it was a long long time so that was definitely like the hardest prep that I've done mentally um yeah, for sure yeah, any prep is going to be hard like when you're putting your body when you're putting your body through that in that state of being in a prolonged calorie deficit like it really does take a hit on your like anything mental like your mental health your energy levels like it's yeah when you go through that for such a long time it can be like super yeah super draining it's just a matter of having like having your coping mechanisms 
on point and being in a good place mentally before you go into the prep but then also trying to be as self-aware as you can as you go through like you need to be real with yourself and you need to have check-ins with yourself like how am I handling things um what is my like what is my balance of life look like at the moment like how can I do things to fill my cup um all of those kinds of things like and then making sure that you're keeping in check with the other areas of your life as well not just competition prep is a really big part of it um like if you have work on the go and relationships and friendships and family and all those kinds of things like they're really important parts of life as well so it's important to just make sure that you're yeah keeping on check and just making sure that you are giving as much as you can to other areas of life too and all of those kinds of things yeah amazing so yeah it really is I think such an incredible sport I probably I would never compete but <laughs> um yeah the self-development the obviously the physical growth but the mental and emotional growth that you would um achieve during a prep just sounds yeah I, I definitely see why people do it and um yeah so how do you think it's helped you personally like with self-development or do you feel like you had that kind of self-awareness before the prep um I definitely feel like it's helped it has helped a lot for sure I guess when I started when I first started competing um yeah four years ago like I've done gone through so much self-development over that time in general like some of it as a result of prepping and then some of it as a result of otherwise um I think that prepping it does definitely push me to it pushes me to do more and be more productive and to yeah it really like aligns well with my personality type as well like I'm a real creature of habit and I like to have routine I like to have structure um and obviously like productivity leads to more productivity you know what I mean so like being in that prep where you like have your like non-negotiables that you need to get done every day like your training and your cardio and eating your meals and all that kind of stuff when you're posing like the more you know what I mean in terms of like productivity leads to more productivity so it's like you know that once you've got all of those things done you're like progressing on the way to your goal and it just makes you so much more driven and motivated in other areas of other areas of life as well Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um what do you think has been the best part about competing oh that's a hard one um I would say the best part about it for me has been like finding the thing finding that thing that makes me tick you know like finding the thing that like lights a fire inside of me and gives me like gives me passion and gives me purpose um I've had like a lot of a lot of connections that I've formed with people over the last four years that um, like other girls that have been competing in that kind of thing. So again, just like that sense of that sense of passion and like connection to other people that are like interested in the same thing. Um, so yeah, there's such a big, there's a big like multitude of things, but I think just feel like finding my purpose was something that has been like the most rewarding for me. Yeah. That's awesome. So now we've spoken about the best part what do you think the worst parts of competing are? <laughs> um the worst part well <laughs> definitely has its downs along with its ups. Yeah. <laughs> I think um 
to be honest, like just the feeling of being in a being in a calorie deficit for a prolonged period of time. Obviously, everyone everyone has a different experience with it, and everyone um, like it, it affects people in different ways. Mm. But I think for me, probably like the worst part or the hardest part is just, yeah, when you get to that point where you've been in a state of low energy availability for a long time, like, I don't know, me personally, I really like kind of lose, lose the pep in my step for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you've got very little energy, like I'm quite more on the introverted side of things as well. So like my social battery goes from small to like even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> and like the end stages of a prep. So I would say the hardest part is just kind of combating that, like combating mm-hmm. that the like feelings of fatigue and just yeah, being quite drained. Um you've been prepping for a wee while or like when you're like you're tired and you're hungry and then you have that like day after day for months and it kind of yeah it kind of wears away at you a little bit but like everything everything has its downs along with its up you know what I mean and it has um it has really pushed me to have to be super self-aware as well to do as hard as it is at times like you do get so much from it yeah and just like any like um challenging kind of situation in your life whether it's competing or maybe it's work or relationships like it's always an opportunity to grow and learn. So yeah, I think it's, that's fantastic. Um, how many calories were you on? I'm curious. Um, in my last prep. Yeah. By the end of it, I was on around, I didn't get like this last prep. I didn't get as low as what I have in the past. I think I probably got down to around maybe like 13, 1400. So definitely not as low as what I have been before, but um, yeah, it was definitely, it is, yeah, something that you need to, you need to do at some points. Yeah. And so was that um, the, the nine months that was like during the lockdown, what did you say? Yeah. Yeah. Last year. And so how did you like navigate through that? So did you have to eat at 1400 calories the whole nine months or like what? Did- no, no. So yeah. um, it kind of. So obviously like you start a prep on higher calories and then they get, they decrease as you get closer yep. and closer to um, my first show was initially meant to be in uh, what month was it? I think it was September was when my first, the first comp of the season was meant to be. Um, so I was, I obviously had been dieting. I actually started my prep in May, April or May, and then got to September um, I was like, okay, cool. It was like 12 days, 12 days out from my first comp of the season or what was meant to be my first comp of the season. And then we went into lockdown. Um, I can't remember exactly like how, what point I was at in terms of like calories and stuff by then. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was definitely rough having it postponed at such, like postponed at such yeah. notice, but it did kind of give me, it was like a bit of a blessing, a bit of a curse. It gave me a bit more time up my sleeve to like get in better condition and that kind of stuff. So my calories got bumped up higher after it got postponed. Um, they just like straight cancelled the show. And so we knew that we had a little bit of time. Um, I didn't end up stepping on stage until a wee while later than planned. So it did give me that time up my sleeve to like bump the calories back up for a while and essentially give me like a bit of a, bit of a diet break before we started um, bringing them back down again. 
Yeah, so awesome. It probably was like that low point for the whole time because I probably yeah, wasn't yeah. surprised. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, oh my goodness, 1,400 calories. I can't even do like 1,600. That's crazy. Um, so I lost my train of thought. What were we? Oh, do you mind if I ask? Do how did have you still got your bleed? Like, did was that something that was affected by being on such low calories? Um, that has something. Yeah, that's something that has been kind of an on and off thing for me over the last um, over the last like four years. It's been like really on and off. Obviously, depending on like what point of prep I'm at. It's not always guaranteed that you're going to lose your menstrual cycle yeah. um, while competing. It's different person to person, depending on like what kind of what kind of state your body is in and how much you have to put it through to get stage lean and that kind of thing. Um, yeah. I actually got my cycle back during prep last year. So that was... Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was good. So it, it's definitely been, yeah, it's been a bit of an up and down thing over the last four years but um it's just again like making sure that you are in a good place before you start a prep and like in a healthy spot before you start a prep is going to be something that'll help you like maintain and keep those health markers in check throughout you know what I mean like making sure yeah. you're from a good point and starting from a healthy point as well mm-hmm. oh for sure and I mean I'm obviously not an expert in um bodybuilding or the menstrual cycle or that kind of thing but I think getting like blood work done and knowing like your uh what is it called like blood work like kind of markers like if you're deficient in certain like nutrients because you're not going to be eating as much um I definitely say like you'd have to be like sub uh not substituting what is it supplementing um yeah with certain things yeah yeah totally it's super important to make sure that you're obviously it's a sport that puts your body through quite a lot of stress but there are like smarter like there are smarter ways to do it and healthier ways to do it as well so yeah like you say making sure that your health markers are in check getting your bloods done making sure that you're not deficient or like starting from an unhealthy place is like really important there yeah for sure do you train people do you prep people for comps no, no, I don't. I haven't had any. Um, I haven't had any competition clients as of yet. That's something I will probably lean towards looking at doing in a couple of years' time. Perhaps when I'm a little bit more like experienced within the industry and with my coaching and that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, definitely something in the future, but not at the moment. Yeah, awesome. So I have some quick fire questions for you. Are you ready? I am. <laughs> okay, squat, bench, or deadlift? <laughs> mm, that's, I would say deadlift. Deadlift, lovely. Favorite flavor of protein powder? Um, I would have to say your basic vanilla. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, crowd pleaser. You can't go wrong with a good yeah. vanilla. And then you can add things to it, I feel. Yeah, exactly. You can do so much for that. <laughs> Are you a morning or a night person? Oh, that's a hard one. I would <laughs> say before working in the industry, I was a night person. But yeah. over the last couple of years, I've definitely turned into a morning person. Yeah, lovely. Um, what is one thing that you would like to share with the world? 
Um, one thing that I would like to share with the world in terms of like personally or through my work or just whatever. Yeah, whatever comes to mind. <laughs> um, I think that something that I've learned for myself that I would like to share from the world is just realizing that the you can do whatever you want to with the cards that you are dealt in life. Oh, I like that. That's inspiring. That's beautiful. And last question, where can people find you, Cass? Um, you can find me on Instagram. My name is Cass Paulson, and you'll also find a link to my work Instagram or work social media pages from there, which is just Cass Paulson underscore PT. Beautiful. Thank you so much for jumping on. That was fantastic. No worries. Thank you for having me.